Hello, welcome to the Faith and Family Podcast. We are a Christian family community that aims to provide Christian values. And I'm Mariel Gutierrez. Is it just me or did it feel like our kids grew up so fast during these last few months of quarantine, COVID, and all the different things that are changing in the world? Guys, my kid is a teenager now and I can actually feel it. <laughs> Welcome to Teenage <laughs> No, thank you. I'm not quite there yet, you know, but you all know Jojo. He was like a teenager right out of the womb. Right. You, know. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like, you know, but you know, but when he was born, they were saying like, you know, there's something about him. All the nurses were like, there's something about him. He's like, it's like an old soul. He could just tell. Came out and with now, a fedora, he, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's he's, he's going to be eight this year. Yeah. And um, but still, you know, I I can see I can see the changes. You know, I can see the changes where he's. You know, he wants to close his door because he, he oh. feels like he needs privacy. And I'm like, what privacy? You don't even pay no rent up in here. Like, <laughs> until you got a job. He's always been until, so sassy. <laughs> right? I, no, I, the other day I was like, why is your door closed? And he's like, I need privacy. And then he, he started to notice that he's got a mustache. He's beginning to have a mustache. Oh. And I'm like, it, well, see, here's see what had happened was, what had happened was he was, I was in the bathroom and I'm like, you know, putting my face on and stuff. And he comes in and he starts looking in the mirror and he's all like looking at himself. He's like, Mom, Mom, I'm getting to have that mustache. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> look at you. And he goes, but you do too. And I'm like, <laughs> so that that's those are the changes in my my soon to be eight year old boy going to be like wow. 20. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. You know, my kids, um, well, I, I want to talk particularly about Jasmine. She's a she's twelve now, so she's preteen. Mm. And um, as you know, Jasmine has always been more the quiet one. Um, you know, her confidence is really building, and um, she's being more vocal, which I like. Um, and she's been taking a lot of initiative. Um, and I think it's maybe because she's my firstborn. I mean, she took initiative to do me and Harmony's laundry and surprise the heck out of us. Wow. Um, last Are you going to be one of the lucky ones and get one of the like fabulous teens? <laughs> no, I, I think I think because she's a girl, I don't know. But she, I, I, want, I actually got teary eyed because... Um, I think it's, you know, she's getting closer to this pandemic thing. Her brothers are close to her. So she's really building confidence. Um, it's interesting watching her person, her personality develop. So we'll see where this is going to lead us. <laughs> wow, that's good. Um, I live in teenage land. I have three teenagers <laughs> in this house. You're deep uh, in it, girl. Yes, I am from like oh. 13 to 19 uh, when oh David... Yeah, 13, 16, 19. Uh, you know, there are good things and there are some hard things that come along with it. And I've learned that um, teenagehood is expressed differently. Each of my boys are like different kinds of teenagers. Like when Russell entered teenagehood, he was the anxious, emotional teen, crying all of a sudden for like the smallest thing or no reason at all that I can see, you know? Um, 
and uh, very emotional and expressing himself through art and comics and film. Um, so yeah, he, he's like the bleeding heart teenager. But when Andrew became a teenager, it was like brain fog teen. He is the kind that like, just like, he's like, huh? What's going on? What happened? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, we'll show up somewhere. And he'll be like, mom, I'm like, what happened? He's like, I, I forgot to wear shoes. <laughs> Oh, but David is is emerging to be the Mr. Cool and Suave teenager. He went and had his hair permed. Wow. <laughs> He's a very high risk taker. You know, like he takes risk and, and um which comes with a lot of money. He's dispensing oh, risks. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that because like my daughter, I mean, she's always been sensitive, you know, she's always been emotional. I don't know if it's because she's a girl. I think that would you know, I think just kids sometimes are right. Like whether you're a yeah. boy or a girl, sometimes you're For just sure. sensitive. And yeah. she was always like, she always felt everything so strongly, mm -hmm. even when she was little. So I already kind of anticipated what kind of teen she was going to be. You know, <laughs> I imagine that was just going to be amplified. And I was kind of right, you know, but there was just this one day where we were trying something new. I don't know if y'all have tried bar. Okay, but it's all the twitch muscles and it's very hard. It looks really easy. So anyway, we were, we were attempting it for the first time. And then I looked over at her and she had these like big old tears while she was like <laughs> squatting on her toes, you know? And I was like, is it that painful? Are you okay? And then she just, she just bursted, you know, into tears and like cried and sobbed. And she was like, why is everything so hard? And I was like, like the workout or like life like which one so like that's what i'm trying to navigate right now like i'm sure that there isn't just like one way like how do you deal with it here's how you deal with it you know but yeah. um that is something what like what do you guys do uh you know i've done a lot of reading on yeah. um on teenagers and uh you know and, and, and the phases that they go through uh and and one thing that i learned is about their brains, you know, like yeah. a teenage brain. And even though they look like adults in their brain, they're so not adults yet, you know? And so because they look like adults, we project, you know, we, we want them to act like it. Ah, we, we assume that they yes, should know better. Yeah. We expect them to behave a certain way to make yeah. certain choices, but then their brains are still very underdeveloped. And so like, to simplify it, if I could simplify it for you guys, what I've read is that there's the, the upper brain and the lower brain. So the upper brain has that prefrontal cortex, which mm. is in charge of rational thinking, you know, practical decision making, being able to like plan out the future and, and just making rational decisions. That's the upper brain, right? Um, mm. The lower brain is, um, you know, the, the limbic system, the amygdala is in charge of emotions. And, uh, so the, the, the teenage brain is still developing that upper part. Um, and so that's why uh, they seem irrational, you know, like um, they yeah. feel more than they think, like what you were saying about Matea, she feels everything. She doesn't think through it as much. And, right. and that's one thing that I read about the teenage brain. They feel more than they think. Um, and so they act out, they act irrational, and then we expect them to behave like adults. So we're getting, you know, upset with them. And why are they thinking like this? And we're thinking all of these horrible things about our teenager, but um, it's not personal, you know, yeah. it's illogical. And um, 
it, knowing the development of their brain has helped me um, to deal with a lot of the teenage quirks. Um, yeah. And experts believe that the adolescent brain doesn't actually phase into adulthood until the age of 25. It's kind of scary because it means we actually release them or, you know, a soft release Sometimes too early. before their prefrontal cortex is developed. Yeah. And when I think about myself, I was married at 24. Oh, and- <laughs> yeah. That yeah. explains a lot of my yeah. life. <laughs> well, even the same problems of our brains. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, that that is crazy, right? So, but the more you read up on the topic, the more patient you become um, with your teenager and the process that they're going through. Um, I think it's really important. Um, I read this, and this one really like sang out to me. Um, A tip for dealing with your teenagers is to remember connection before correction. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's really important to continue connecting with your teenager um even though you feel like they're being weird and you want to get as far away from that weirdness as possible you know like uh, um continue to connect with your teenager be in the know know what the trends are sometimes like uh you know we it's it's a different generation and we kind of like as as older people as adults you know we we don't understand it as well but like i don't know as a middle school teacher and as a parent of teenagers oh you see it a lot yeah in dealing with my teens it's better for me to be vulnerable and honest with them instead of projecting an image of perfection like yes oh, when i was young i, I did everything right you know if, if mm-hmm. i come across that way i'm not as Effective in connecting with them. Okay, so it's important um, to be in the know, to understand what's going on in their world, to know who their friends are. Um, they're going to be weird and erratic, and that's something we can't control. That's why it's important to be in the know and to make sure that they're surrounded by other Christians who care and are constantly reminding them about their faith so that they don't make any unwise decisions. You know, that makes a lot of sense because when I was growing up, I was always involved in the youth organizations of the Church of Christ. And I really learned the importance of having a relationship with God. And, you know, it made me confident and it helped me make good um, decisions. And, um, you know, and I had friends that reminded me to do the same at all times, you know. So, and that's really what I want for my kids. I want them to be surrounded by others who have a good relationship with God and so that they can make good decisions. So when they do make, make mistakes right away, they think about, okay, how can I have this corrected um, so that I have a good relationship with God? So I, I love that. I agree with you, Jewel, because when I was growing up, the youth group that I was involved in at church uh, was my saving grace so many times, you know, like uh, when I was having weird emotions or contemplating bad decisions they were always there to kind of talk me through it and help and remind me about what our focus is in life and uh and and do it in a way where we were having a good time that's cool okay that's really actually a comfort to know and you know um the great thing is matea is blessed to be surrounded by a lot of people that she um looks up to like at church um not she's um, a part of the youth group right she is um 
she's an officer in the youth group and that means you know she helps the youth group plan things and they do um edification things that means like you know help each other out and um they do skits and like really cute things um to encourage one another um and the group itself right to help strengthen that group but i think that the great thing actually is that um yeah she has a lot of like older youth group members to look up to you know a lot of these um well they're not kids anymore a lot of these young adults used to take care of her during um children's worship service right and they've seen her throughout like the many phases as well you know maybe not in the capacity a parent would but the great thing is is that they know her they look out for her even during these times sometimes they'll text her you know hey how are you holding up and I think that, yeah, even just them, like, it's not just me and my husband, you know, checking in on her. It's like the the young adults um, in our church that have gone through it, that understand yeah. her and that are looking out for her. I think that has been actually phenomenal for her. It's been a great um not a parent supplement <laughs> you know but it's been it's been great that part's been great it's so anyway village right when they say yeah. the there's your totally. village there's yeah. the village sometimes in <laughs> unexpected places because i still kind of see them as like little kids when they were you know but now they're young adults and they're um helping my kid out so it's great wow. yeah anyway i wanted to thank you ladies um for being on the call with me today i really needed <laughs> to hear your voices and all <laughs> your wisdom you know and i wanted to thank everyone that's um listening to this episode of faith and family as well uh remember it's gonna be a rough <laughs> age between 12 to 25 apparently right emmerich but you know it let's not take it personal that's what i'm getting i'm not gonna take it personal anymore right it's not us it's them, but it's okay that it's them because it's part of growing up. Mm -hmm.